Was clicking. Is there Thank someone you. tapping in? Is this the start of the podcast? Is this someone's back? Wait a second. It's just us two, but there's someone else kind of trying to tap into this series of events. Maybe it's like a, a, a third friend trying to come into here. Is that what's happening? Okay. Like trying to trying to drill into our conversation. Maybe if we were wired in hard, they were trying to get into us. Ah, I couldn't be. My name's Andrew Jones, I'm a cinephile. I'm Johnny Ellis, I'm movie mad. I'm the cable guy. What? Hold on, I'm very confused. <laughs> I thought we were doing the national podcast today. No. <laughs> okay, right, okay, I see where we're going. <laughs> no, it's the cable guy. It's me. The cable yeah. guy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm all out now. Uh, well, yeah, we're watching really Cable Guy this week. Are you movie mad? I am indeed movie mad. Ah, right, good. Episode's done. Episode's <laughs> Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm movie mad every week. Episode's so. done. Um, Somebody's standing. Bye. So, we are watching... Uh, no, I don't even know the name of the podcast. This Every week I, I show yes. you a film and you watch it with me and we discuss it and at the end of it we say, hey, did you like it? Didn't you? Are you mad for the movie or are you movie mad? Yeah. Um, I'm, excited for this. I'm excited for this week. As we talked about on our uh, review of the year, you mentioned uh, you were kind of wanted to watch The Cable Guy at some point. Yeah, it's been one I've wanted to watch. It's, it's alongside... Um, what is the other film that I never... Oh, uh, the other Jim Carrey film, um, Me, Myself and Irene, which I always wanted to watch. And I remember... On your own, buddy. That... That one, you on your own. Never again. Blair Witch. The Blair Witch Project. Um, those were the three sort of films I remember seeing in the, the video shop. iconic Jim Carrey videos. <laughs> no, they were just... They, were, they just happened to be three... Three films. There's probably I'm more that I wanted. So sorry. <laughs> I wanted to watch in um. Oh, uh, I went you into the woods. The three films I wanted to to rent from the video shop back in the day, and whenever I went and wanted to rent it, I was told no because oh, it's not it's not worth watching. Wow. Um, so I finally. Guy. Okay. Um. I remember mainly my dad saying it. Your dad, um, Jim Carrey head. Yes. <laughs> um, I remember uh, mainly for um, for uh, the Blair Witch Project was one that's like, oh, there's no point watching that. Um, True. I mean, I've I finally seen. got to see. <laughs> I finally got to see Blair Witch Project um, a few years back in like a, a weird screening thing. That was fun, and then I got to see. Um, about four fifths of um, me, myself, and Irene before I got a call saying that I was supposed to be at work. <laughs> wow. Because I got a rotor mixed up and I never went back to it because I was like, I've seen the majority of it and yes, it isn't, it isn't worth watching. Kind of atrocious. Um, so this is the one that's left um, uh, The Cable Guy. Cable Guy! Um, I don't. I think I've watched some, but I don't think I've watched all of it. I remember, I remember a scene in like some weird restaurant, which was like a gladiator restaurant thing. Medieval times, I, which a friend yeah. of mine was. Uh, when I was going to go to New Jersey to stay with a friend, he was like, "We have to go to medieval times. There's not many of these around. We have to do this." Oh, it's an actual thing. Yeah, I thought it was just like for the um, uh, for the film. Like, do you remember? Um, Garden State, Zach Braff's iconic debut feature film. Um, not much, no. Right, well, I know well, I've seen Jimothy Parsons plays a guy who is hooking up with Peter Sarsgaard's mum, who is a knight at medieval times. Um, right. 
So he walks out, opens to the scene which opens up with Zach Braff waking up and there's just a knight staring at him and then walking off to grab cereal. It's like mm. this surrealist thing. It's like, oh, it's just Jim Parsons. Huh. Okay. You know, Interesting. as you usually get. Um, I wouldn't mind going to one of these, but yeah, I don't know what the, the plot of the cable guy is. I think that it's some sort of weird stalker kind of thing. Or if there's a guy who ran cables. Yes. Right. I think he's not Larry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Larry the Cable. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) Um, I think he... Later, uh, remember me? Because, you know, could you imagine a film with Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable guy? It's (laughs) just a film with Owen Wilson in it. It's a difference. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know where Owen Wilson's in it. Um, Yeah, baby. So... Hey, look, it's a Ben Stiller film. Owen Wilson's going to creep in there somewhere. I'm assuming it's a... um, It's a weird sort of... He want Jim Carrey wants to to have a new friend and he uh he sort of um crosses the boundary um with his clients that he comes to lay some cable with <laughs> what if i told you that uh, it was ahead of its time with incredible sharp surprisingly dark humor i'd say that you were reading that off the dvd which you are maybe the 4k blu-ray <laughs> not 4k blu-ray the 15th anniversary edition blu-ray from america right. eric vespi of Interco news wrote that Right. The only copy I um, own of it is the uh, Blu-ray because it was like, holy shit, this film getting a Blu-ray release? No one liked this. This was a huge failure. People were like, this was the film, by the way, Jim Carrey got twenty million for. After his uh, like nineteen ninety-three, when it was what was it? Was it Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber in that order? All right. Something like that. He had this year when it's just like boom, boom, boom. Right. And suddenly it was like, oh, I can command anything. I'm the face of comedy. I'm the rubber face of comedy now. And then he took this and he took got, this, paid 20 and... got paid 20 million. And people were thinking, like, well, this is one of those silly broad comedies. It's a classic Jim Carrey. It's going to be like Liar Liar. It's going to uh-huh. be like Gates okay. and And Ben Stiller was like, actually, I'm a little bit more interesting than those guys. And Judd Aftel's producing. He's like, actually, we're all a lot more interesting than just being silly. Okay. So this is a sort of three for them, one for him. <laughs> kind of thing is what you're you're making it sound like i'm making it sound like it's uh it's not your average jim carrey movie was what ruined right. it. everyone was like wait what what is this thing did it did it bomb well it's perceived as a failure let me go on to the old information place because I'm, I'm wondering like even after 2.8 three... million dollars the box office so that's that's worldwide. I, I can't imagine it being a hundred million dollar film. No. And surely it was like forty. How much did it cost to make? Seven twenty. Yeah. Going to uh, big boy, Carey. Uh, so twenty million on opening. Well, nineteen and a point eight million on opening weekend. Sixty in the US overall. Forty two outside. So hmm. you know. Failed to reach bad. domestic projecting numbers Jim Carrey brought to his previous movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Film was released on July 12th, 1996 in the UK and opened to number two behind Mission Impossible. Oh, wow. Okay. Ah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious about this. I don't know what it is, um, what it entails. Can you name any of the other cast? Now we know Aaron Wilson's in this and Jim Carrey is in it. Um... Is Ben Stiller in it? He's directing. But does he pop up? As. Um, Owen Wilson's friend. <laughs> no, that's Larry the Cable Guy. He turns to uh, Larry the Cable Guy and goes, ka-chow. Thingy. I'm sorry, what? What was that? What were you doing? What was I doing? I don't know. I put my phone on airplane mode. I don't know why that would do anything to my computer. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, who else would who else would turn up? I feel see it's probably too early for Catherine Keener, but I don't know. I've got a Catherine Keener vibe about you it. You just want a Catherine Keener vibe. Yeah, every film is better <laughs> with doesn't... Catherine Keener. Yeah, I know I do. Um, how long is this? Because it's an is hour that... and a half. Let's face oh, it. Oh, it's an hour. Okay. 
it's, so it's, it's a 90s comedy so it's pretty it's pretty short it's pretty simple yeah but also you were saying like this and it you know it's we don't do that kind of comedy we're different so yeah it's different like, as in it's a black comedy not like different yeah. as it's a Jed Apatow quote-unquote <laughs> comedy yeah. Okay. They're not, they're not. They're not going to go to Staten Island and fight in medieval times for the right to be king. Because <laughs> they knew that crown was already taken. <laughs> Even um, like six, they were like, you know what, this kid, Pete Davidson, he's the king. <laughs> I yeah. I um, I don't. I don't know. Like I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic about seeing. Um, seeing this film finally. Uh, do you do you think I'll like it? I've got a good feeling about you with this one. Okay. I think you're going to really have fun with this. This is... I mean, it's, it's a funny film. Right. It's a silly, funny film. It just happens to, you know, air on a bit darker edges than your average movie of the era. It's not, you know, Jim Carrey's trying to get his child back and fall in love with Maura Tierney again. Basically, what I'm saying right. is it's not Liar Liar. <laughs> a lot of films I, uh... wish they were Liar Liar. This one is like, ah, <laughs> denier, denier. I um, think, I, I, I worry that this could be, feel longer than it is. Okay, go so on. there's that worry. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I'm cautiously. I, I'm starting to be less optimistic now. I just yeah, you're spiraling around in this. Like, oh, I was really want to see this film, and now we're coming up to the precipice of seeing this film. Like, I don't know if I want to. Don't push me over the edge. Can I just say yeah. I just looked onto uh, Facebook, and you posted film thirty of twenty twenty one was irresistible, the John Stewart movie. Yes, yes. I, I watched that before we started recording today. How did you find that? Let's let's go on to Irresistible <laughs> right. for a minute because I think that's a good conversational topic. John Stewart's Irresistible. Mad for it. <laughs> Were you mad that you watched Irresistible? Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't mad. Oh, you weren't mad. No, no. Oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I was movie mad. Um, did you find it used its hour and forty minutes well? Yeah, I think so. Did you I, enjoy I like... all the characters? Yeah, I, I liked the twist at the end. I didn't see that coming, and I was like, "Oh, that's quite interesting." And sort of the the credits bit where he was interviewing someone and saying, "Could this actually happen?" I was like, did Damn. you did you enjoy the twist at the start of Mackenzie Davis's moment? What was the twist at the start? Remember when oh, Steve Carell's uh, walking <laughs> to the farm and he looks over and Mackenzie Davis is giving him the look eye, and he's like, "Damn!" <laughs> and then it, then it pulls out and it sees her hand is up the bum of a cow and he's like ooh I'm sad yeah. we missed out on the massive screen that was like a huge moment the <laughs> crowd would be like halfway through this I was thinking to myself I wouldn't have I would have liked to see this in West India Key. It you would have liked like to be trapped in a in a room for an hour and forty minutes having to watch this with the lights down low. No escape. Because <laughs> otherwise you would pay no attention to this nothing movie. Oh, I like it. Was fine. I gave it a three three stars. You are very kind. Between <laughs> that and the little things last week, you're like I like these films that don't exist and are terrible. Yeah, and then it was it was nice. It was, and I was I was glad that they didn't do that because you know as soon as he sees it, sees um, Mackenzie Davis was it? Yep. Yeah, who I uh, mistook as Mackenzie Crook in the credits, and I was like, oh, the guy from the office is going to be in this Sorry. for some reason. Yep. And then I saw her. Well, I say like, again, haven't I? <laughs> and then I saw her, and I was like, "What do I know her from?" And I, I looked her up, and I was like, "Mackenzie Davis." Oh, she's got the same name of that other guy who's going to pop up sometime. God. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, when when they have, he kind of looks at her, he's like, "Oh, you know, he has the sort of meet cute kind of thing with a hand up um, accounts, but oh um, yeah, <laughs> oh no." <laughs> I, was glad... I was glad they didn't um, go through with the relationship thing and she kind of calls it out she's like dude I'm 28 <laughs> um, yeah I, I had fun with it it was interesting 
Did you find it irresistible? <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was what a name. What a title. If it was truly irresistible, I would have paid to watch it, but I watched it on Sky. I waited for when it was on Sky. I was a bit disappointed it wasn't like Dogville, because the poster suggests it's like Dogville, where it's everyone just standing around, and there's like these white backgrounds, that's the world. Mm. And nothing really exists outside of them standing in places and saying this is where they are. Yeah. But the poster seems to suggest that it's that kind of film, but the actual film is them sitting, you know, in a small town, and Will Sasso's there briefly. It's like, why is Will Sasso here? What's mm. the point of Will Sasso? Um, and uh, Will Sasso Fortunio from Southland Tales. Yeah. Um, and who was Previous the episode. Um, who was the uh, his his rival? I've got a face in my oh, Rose Burn. Rose Burn, that was it. Rose Burn. Um, I was surprised they didn't sort of go down that. Well, they almost went down. They, yeah, that was, a, that was a that was a bet threat. Yeah, I and mean, it was clear they had some sort. Of, I thought they were going to hook up. Like, pretty, I was pretty certain, but they didn't really and they did towards the end but then that yeah the end with the with the false endings which was, was a bit like okay you know what the, the the end credits coming up three different times before it actually yeah. comes up that was oof. yeah <laughs> it's like vice like 45 minutes in it's like ah, end credits ah did you get it it's a happy ending but no this is what was real fudge you <laughs> you did fake end credits it's not very funny because you're you're trolling the audience to be able to finally finish off your terrible film um, I feel like this, uh, the cable guy, could be a three-star film, but I can't imagine any more than that. I'll be, I'll be interested. To and like, you seem very. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dropping more and more, less and less optimistic. Um, but you, you seem quite optimistic that I'm going to love this and I'm going to fall in love with it, and it's going to be a new favourite. Well, if you don't fall in love with it, you'll never fall in love with me. So it's kind of very important for you to fall in love with this film. Do you think this is going to be a new another office space? I've got to hope that it's going to be an office okay. space. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Because it's very quotable. It's very silly, but it's dark. It's got the edge to it that you like, that I like. I like. Right. See, I, I think it's going to... Memories are going to come back from watching parts of this, but I never got to watch the whole film. I think that's what's happened. You'll start seeing it in place. Do you know who the main actor is besides Jimothy Carey? Oh, um, Tommy Lee Jones, right? Oh, man. The problem with Tommy Lee Jones is that he cannot sanction <laughs> Jim's buffoonery. And, and, and Jim, you know, he's going to try, but no. The buffoonery <laughs> shall go unsanctioned. And as soon as Jim suggests that uh, what they're making is a Western, he's going to walk out. He's <laughs> just going to walk out straight away of that interview. It's like, no, it's not a Western, it's a drama. It's no shootout. <laughs> um, yeah, other than uh, Jim Carrey, who I'm seeing on the picture here, right. um, I don't know who else is in this. What if I said guy guy who had a day off and then went to Ireland and, you know, manslaughtered? I've had days off before and gone to Ireland. Oh, manslaughtered. manslaughtered. <laughs> I only ever do that in England. Ah. Or Northern Ireland, so it doesn't technically count. Um, wow. <laughs> right, so Matthew Broderick. Yes, the Brods. The Brods. The Brods. Mr. <laughs> Stepford. Right. Um, you know, the see, star of Trainwreck. Um, I've searched... Have you uh, seen in Trainwreck? <laughs> <laughs> I've searched Cable on um, on Netflix. Good so it's bringing up... Uh, cable Girls. Cable, cable, cable Girls, which cable I don't know. Cable Girls. So, oh, that's a... It's a show. It's a soap. TV show based around uh, what if the cable guy was female and many. <laughs> uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy and uh, Jeff Foxworthy. We've been thinking. Oh boy, council culture is happening. Uh, high seas. What did you call me? Seasons. <laughs> which is three seasons. It's suspenseful, emotional, and mystery, apparently. Uh... I like a good suspenseful emotional mystery. Queen's True. Queen's Gambit. Okay. Uh, creating the Queen's Gambit. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, right. The docu behind that. Yeah. Velvet. How much? How much? Bill, more Bill Camp is in the documentary than there is in the show. Uh well, the documentary's fourteen minutes long. So. What if Adam saw <laughs> Bill Camp? That's more. Um, we've also got uh, Velvet, which is a four-season show 
soaps romantic drama, it says. TV shows that don't exist. Yeah. Fun with Dick and Jane, which I'm currently uh, 36 minutes in. Fun film, that one. I enjoyed I've never that seen one. It I saw cinema. it twice in the cinema. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. So maybe I'll watch that tonight. Maybe that'll Taya be my... Taya uh, Maybe that'll be my uh, Triffleville finisher. What if Alec Baldwin was a rich arsehole? You're welcome. Um... Also, Yes Man's popped up. No. Which? No, <laughs> no yes. Yes Man. No. The Truman See, Show. What if, da- what if Danny Wallace was at a bar? Yes Man. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Which was really not good. The first one. Oh, yeah. Bad one. Dumb yeah. and Dumber 2, also very bad. Yeah. Never seen Dumber and Dumber. Dumber, Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. When um, Harry met Lloyd. Yeah. I, I think I've watched it once, but I don't remember anything from it. I think you watched it. The Mask is up there. I haven't seen that in that years. Was, I watched that uh, last year. It's okay. Yeah. Wildly okay. Uh, see No Evil, Hear No Evil popped up. I've seen that since a kid. Classic Jim Carrey movie, that one. Yeah. <laughs> it plays both uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. <laughs> deep fake movie. It's a deep fake. Oh, the Stepford Wives is on here. I didn't. Oh, sorry, it's just bringing up random stuff now. Step well, that's not that's not as oh. random. That's a that's a that's a Broderick joint. Come on. All oh, right. Okay. Well, I've added that to my list, so maybe I'll watch that later. Well, Holmes and Watch together. It's popped up. Yeah, I'm up for that. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the worst thing I... I've seen that Frank Oz directed this recently, because <laughs> I watched In and of itself, and everyone recommended that, and that was like watching a cult film. <laughs> and by that, I mean watching a film that indoctrinates you into a cult, not a film about cults. <laughs> um, I feel I'm, I feel like the cable guy is kind of scary <laughs> What, well, as a character remember, or as like a movie? I think as a character And I as mean, a movie He's intense He's he's cuckoo bananas Yeah um, that, that seems to be the feeling I remember From the parts I might have seen That I don't remember <laughs> This is all over the place. Um, I'm intrigued. I, I'm I'm still surprised it's 90 minutes. Oh, 95 minutes. Offbeat satire, dark comedy, it says here. Uh, there's no sure. preview. Um, no, there doesn't need to be a preview. They just know that you're going to click it because it's Jim Carrey. They pay this 20 million is, This film is offbeat. This film is wackadoo crazy. Right. So I've clicked into it. So that that was those are the stuff that uh, came up when I searched cable. This is the stuff that comes up with uh, underneath saying more like this. Okay. So more, more like the cable guy. Ted two. Um, no don't, don't mess with the Zohan. You don't mess with the Zohan. That was <laughs> uh, also uh, an Apatel picture. So. Oh, nearly two hours long. That. Yeah, I watched it last year again. Yeah, long. I, Doesn't work. I remember. Oh, really? I remember having fun with that. Yeah. Didn't he have a shop that was called uh, Closing Down Sale or something? The, his, uh, one of his friends has one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fizzy bubble. Blades of Glory. Um, yep, that exists. The Heartbreak Kid. Ooh, yeah, that was a uh, terrible film, that one. A regular dude who's been recently burnt takes another shot at falling in love. Can now, a guy get a break? rated version on that. 15. Oh, okay. Uh, Tammy. Now, do you remember what happens briefly in the uh, the Heartbreak Kid? Though I've never seen the Heartbreak Kid. All right. Well, at one point, uh, Ben Stiller's obviously gone onto the beach and got you know a jellyfish sting. So um, Malin Ackerman has to go and piss on his leg, and he she has to lift up her skirt or something, and she just shows her pubic hair, and it's like this weird thing. They make a big close up of that. I remember seeing that on the big screen, thinking, "What, Family Brothers? <laughs> what?" How is one of you going to win an Oscar one day for Best Picture? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Never forget, they folded up a pizza. It got a screenplay nominate, a win for folding up pizza. Jesus. They saw that for pizza and it's like, Best Picture. I never knew you could eat pizza like this before. It's going to change <laughs> Hollywood. We're all folding foods now. It's folding food day. Um, whole pizza. Um, well, just like a slice fold up. He folds the whole pizza up oh, his that's p- uh, sort of a plot point for um, oh, for the little things, isn't it? So, is that what happens? Wasn't it in the, in the little yeah. things when is they're looking how at the Jared pizza? Leto got so you know <laughs> <Maybe. and> chubby. 
quack, 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 quack. If you fold it in half, you can eat twice as much. Kevin Costner also said, if you fold it half, they will come. <laughs> um, other films popping up on this. Uh, Tammy. Um, From the director of Super Intelligence. Michael. With George Walter. Two oh God, the angel check out movie. a woman's claim of an angel living with her. Bob Hoskins is in that one. The guy's got wings, all right, but he also smokes, drink, drinks, and womanizes. Right, what if angel, but also kind of fa- fallen? Question mark. <laughs> Boring. Uh, also, Big Daddy, Click, and Daddy's Home. Hey, I like two of those three. Um, Click and Daddy's Home. Oh. Big Daddy and Click. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the Sandman over the Wahlberg. But Daddy's home has got Bill Burr in it. (laughs) Does it matter? Yeah. King of Staten Island has Bill Burr in it. Just remember when we talked about that? (laughs) That's My Boy has also popped up, um, which just reminds me of you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Because you you like to run that joke into the ground. (laughs) It's not not running the joke into the ground. It is just a perfect poster shot of... (laughs) Adam Sandler, like, what's the what's Adam Sandler's crazy character? Oh, he's dropping, he's you know laughing arm around someone's neck and dropping beer on them. So what if that, but with King Kong? What if that, but with Bond? What if that, but with you know dot dot dot? It's always fun. Um, dinner for Schmucks has also popped up. Which oh, um, Le Dinner de Con. I hated. I have not been able to sit through the whole film because it's awful. And let's face it, we all know that the original is superior. I've not seen the original because I saw the original is superior and it is like 76 minutes long. Okay. It's short, it's a play filmed and it's funny. Also, um, Pineapple Express has popped up. Now, is that on our list? No. Because do you know I've not seen it? No, I didn't know you've not seen it. Do you know it's two hours? Jeez. I know. It's like, why is this two hours? I feel like it's it's really good. But, it's um, funny, but it's too fucking long. So it's not worth doing an episode on? Probably not. No. Unless okay. we're going to just do like a Danny McBride month, which I'm not averse to, because <laughs> Danny McBride, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I'm ready to, uh, to to lay some cable. Ew. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I mean, what um, do you want me to say from that? That's a horrible lead-in. The sexual connotations are so high. It doesn't sound like you're caring about Jim Carrey at all. I always care about Jim Carrey. Okay. Um, Maybe five Jim Carrey movies. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber 2. Spelled. Fun of Dick and Jane. Uh, spelled T-O. Um, Fun of Dick and Jane. Um, Batman Forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Yes Man. Yeah, I remember seeing Dumb and Dumber 2 at a Universal screening room. Oh, yeah. Sitting behind me was Robbie Collin, bless him. Oh. Uh, and it, it was a screening where, you know, you felt everyone just get so exhausted with this film. Because <laughs> it's, like it's nearly two, it's like an hour and 50 minute film. Yeah. It's and so Robbie fucking Collins just sat there laughing like... Um, and he sat there, like you, just, you could just feel the despair. And then I come home and... Uh, it was the film programme, and he was one of the guests on to talk about Dumb and Dumber 2 that night. Right. And he somehow managed to verbalise, like, five words about it. I thought, Jesus, no <laughs> one in that screening room tonight could have gone on live TV and not just said, Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> so that is the side of a professional. <laughs> it's weird he how is Dumb and Dumber talented. is. It's weird how Dumb and Dumber is, um, like widely regarded it's you know it's like a classic comedy yeah people like the thing where he shits oh yeah <laughs> what is what's the funny here where's the funny yeah well let's see where the funny is in cable guy oh i'd like you to tell me where the funny is well i'll tell you in, in 95 minutes after we lay some cable tiktok Clarice. i'll do the up for Stephen Kovacs. Hey! You guys play here too? Cool. The price of cable just went up. Okay, Chip Douglas, you're on my team. Let's play. No way. I'm on Stephen's team. Now, 
We're not friends. I don't even know you. Well, let's fix that. He's got a friend he can't control. Where are we going? Only the finest restaurant in town. Can I have your skin? Check this out. Silence of the lambs. I just don't have any room in my life for a new friend. So, what are you trying to say? A friend who will not be ignored. I gave you free cable. The guy is a sociopath. <laughs> he leaves messages on my machine night and day. If you're there, pick up. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. He shows up wherever I go. He won't leave me alone. He's gonna need some tough love. There are Stephen Kovacs in here. I'm Stephen Kovacs. I didn't do anything. Just call my cable guy. At least look into it. Nobody named Chip Douglas works for the cable company. Suspicious, isn't it? You're all being fooled by him. <laughs> He's a lunatic and he's a felon. Don't mess with me. Come back here so that I may brain thee. I'm here for you. Don't do that. You're going to get me killed. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Jim Carrey, Matthew Broderick, The Cable Guy. Okay, I'm going. Take off. Right. <laughs> okay, so the uh, 15th anniversary edition has a commentary. Uh-huh. An all-new commentary. Okay. Name the participants. There are three. Ben Stiller. Yep. Jack Black. Nope. Um, I've forgotten her name already. Uh, Thingy's wife. Whose wife? Um, The director's wife. Christine Taylor. Ben Stiller's ex-wife. No, no, no. Um, uh, uh, Leslie Mann. Nope. Oh. Not Jim well. Carrey's not. Jim Carrey's not doing it. Not Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yep. Really? Jim. Yep. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Nope. Couldn't get Brodus. He was too busy, you know, running away from Ireland. Yep. Um... <laughs> it's the only thing we can ever talk about. <laughs> it's the only thing we should ever talk about, to be honest with him. Owen Wilson. Nope. <laughs> Nope. George Segal? Oh, if only. Could you imagine the stories he could tell? Alas. Um, Lou Holtz Jr.? No, weirdly. No, Lou doesn't get a, a look in. It's like they didn't want to talk to the writer. Did someone weird produce this? Did someone weird produce this? Is that hmm. what you're saying? You're saying Brad Gray or Bernie Brillstein. I think one of them at least was dead at this point. Let's have a look at the cast list. Cast and crew, producers, seven producers. Oh, Judd Apatow. There you go. Uh, he, right. Now you know his name. <laughs> the director's his wife. Leslie Mann's husband. There you go, thank you. Um, right. Have you listened to it? Years ago. It's very fun. Okay. Ben Stiller commentaries are often very fun. Have you, have you heard the uh, Tropic Thunder? The, the two commentaries for Tropic Thunder? No. I, One with uh, Stiller, through and uh, Eaton Cohen, because they're the writers. There's, there's only and one. With... Go on, sorry. There's only one film I've I've watched with commentary. Ever? Yeah. Jesus Christ, what was that? Um, <sighs> Where did Keeper Sutton do a commentary on? No, no, it wasn't even that. Was it Walter Wise? Is there a commentary for them? No. I don't think there is. Oh, yeah, no, yeah there, there is on the... On the on but the it's just Justin Timberlake talking about uh, how much he respects John Cash <laughs> for two and a half hours. <laughs> and then promoting um, I, I got the, the DVD of Lawless. For the commentary, okay. uh, and so I wanted it... to listen to it because so... I wanted to find out if the last uh, shot of the film is inspired by uh, the Last Supper painting, and they never mention it. So who's on there? Is Nick Cave is on that? Um, no, I think it was just the director. Just the director. That's disappointing because yeah. you know Nick wrote that film, didn't he? He co-wrote it with the director. I feel like he did. Yeah, because that's 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 why I was like, oh yeah, this is disappointing. I prefer The Road. Right. I that's, liked it. That's the director's best film, was The Road. I've not seen... I tried it once, The Road, but... Maybe we're living in it. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, um, The Cable Guy. Tell me about the first time you watched The Cable Guy. Oh, I can never tell you about the first time I watched The Cable Guy. It's so long ago. Okay. So long ago. It's childhood. It's this, you know, it's one of those things that you, I couldn't even tell you the first time. This is just been in my bloodstream since it was on tv years ago in your bloodstream yeah okay interesting this is just 
you know, this is just permanence. The cable. Guy. So do you watch? Do you watch this a lot? I haven't seen it for years because it's one of those things, like a lot of childhood things, where I haven't gone back to for years. Like right. a lot of Sandler's and a lot of Jim Carrey's, I haven't gone back to for years. And I'm yeah. starting to do that again, like I did with the Austin Powers at the start of the pandemic. It's like, I haven't seen oh, them yeah. for years. Let's yeah. go back to these. And do they hold up? One of them did, yeah. two of them didn't. <laughs> um, kind of scared to, but we did Little Nicky on our own. Yeah, once. we did indeed. And uh, uh, I think that holds up. I still think Little Nicky is wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. all those people who were negative on it, you know, who are truly happy Madison on a podcast that also comes out every Wednesday. And decides to focus on Adam Sandler films and yet for some reason hates every Adam Sandler film. Oh, really? Yeah, Josh Pappenheim, Jack Gregson. I don't know why you keep doing it if you don't like any of the films that you're talking about when I'm trying to listen to him thinking, I like these films, why are you dismissing them? <laughs> How can you not enjoy The Longest Yard? What is wrong with you guys? Come on. Yeah, I'm calling you out. I know you're just doing it because you want to get to the Blart stuff, but fuck you. No, <laughs> Nicky rules. <laughs> grumble, um... grumble. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Uh, that's uh, truly happening, Madison. Every Wednesday, uh, right on your uh, podcasts. Every um, five podcasts. I uh, yeah, this was interesting. It is a bit scary at times. Yeah, he's a he's a tough cat because you're expecting it. it's like Jim Carrey. He's a goofball. That's yeah. the intention. They always wanted to be the goofball, the hero. He's not a hero. Yeah, Jim yeah, Douglas is. Uh, I mean, on the posters and all the imagery, he's always looking really mischievous and kind of scary and lit in dark ways. Yeah. They don't try to hide that fact that he's kind of psychotic and obsessive. Mm. But yeah. you know, people didn't want to see Jim Carrey do that. People wanted to see Jim Carrey as like, all righty then. Yeah, it's. I think the first half of this was better than the second when it's just crazy wackadoo before it goes into more of the uh, single white female territory yeah yeah the second Taking half his life lost me a bit um but uh the lead up was was quite fun there was some, like his entrance is brilliant <laughs> just him knocking at the door so intensely getting worse and worse yeah um <laughs> Well, before we get into anything big, can yeah. I ask you? Okay. So, there were two Science of the Lambs references in this film. Um, okay. Because there's a fight scene when uh, he goes... He does the... Oh, thing. And also, of right. course, he does puts the skin on and says, It's the Science of the Lambs! Yeah. Uh, one of his friends, one of his preferred customers, Chip's preferred customers, yeah. is a cop, played by right. Charles Napier. Who's also the cop who comes in and arrests him for the stolen goods, Matthew Broderick. Right, yeah. Now, I'm guessing the chef is pretty confidently knowledgeable about Silent the Lambs <laughs> at this point, right? Is that where I know him from? I was wondering why I knew does that. Does he recognise that child, that his friend happens to be have the same exact facial structure and voice as one of the cops who gets murdered by Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Or is Charles Napier playing Charles Napier in this film? And he's mm. just dressing up as a cop and he's doing some sort of, you know, <laughs> Maybe. stolen valor situation. He's, uh, <laughs> he's playing, Let's, he's doing Let's Be Cops before Let's Be Cops happened. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm researching a role here. <laughs> Jonathan Demi wants me to play a cop in his new movie, Cop Man. <laughs> the, so um, I'm going to do this and I needed to get some free cable because you know I'm a working actor I'm a character actor I'm not getting the big money I'm not getting 20 million a movie so I have to I have to become a preferred customer to a cable guy <laughs> the um the uh we're not going to talk about Charles Napier for the next two hours <laughs> no sorry oh, he would have loved that <laughs> um but the what do you call it, the reference to Midnight Express was uh, <laughs> a surprise <laughs> There's a lot of... I mean, this film is built on references. Yeah, yeah, it's a film really which is. The, uh, the, the antagonist uh, is so obsessed, all he does is make references. Could you imagine living your life where all you do is make references to culture and uh, media you've digested? Sounds like a life, worth, a life well lived. Does it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you'll find Carl Gass finds his life well lived when he starts opening a book and reading. <laughs> that was... A... <laughs> That tickled you a lot. <laughs> I just like the idea of Rage Cage reading. I can't imagine him doing that. <laughs> I've got a picture of me and him, and he wasn't reading a book at that point. Let me tell you that much. He was <laughs> pointing at the camera, and I was pointing at the rock signs. 
That's um, right. He's my friend. Race Cage. Me and me and KG. I'm the new yeah, JB. Like, I did say uh, in the first half, I was like, oh, where's KG? Um, but you never, when you saw David Cross, you never went, oh, where's Bob Bodenkirk? Did you? You never cared about seeing David Cross at the board meetings and thinking, where's Bob? I didn't notice David Cross. You didn't know he's David Cross? No. Because he had hair. Really? Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm he going He was in the board meetings. He was the first one to clap at the things. He was promoting Broderick's whole scheme. I'm, I'm, I'm going back while we're talking. Yeah, about. you should go back and look at <laughs> it. I can't believe, like, I can't believe you didn't miss David Cross. I, I, I mean, you picked up on uh, Bob Odenkirk when he was there. I thought, well, yeah. he's a nobody. You shouldn't notice him. Um, right, the... The board meeting is that the beginning of the film. There's one. Well, there's two. There's a couple of board meetings, but he's in all of them. Yeah. And uh, you'll see him where, when they're focusing on the uh, the other side of the table, opposite Broderick. There's he's on the left hand side of the frame. Okay, right. I'm scanning along, scanning along. <laughs> right, I'm at the um the medieval time. Well, before that. Is it before that? Yeah, medieval times is like thirty five minutes and thirty minutes yeah, into the film. That's what I was thinking. Oh, it's like thinking ten that. minutes into the film. Thought that. Uh, Gosh, come on. All right, here we go. Board meeting. Right, let's have a look. <laughs> this is exciting. He's going to see David Cross in real time. Right, where is. Hold on. Because it's zooming in to the top of the table there. Okay. Uh, right, now we're at the beginning of the board meeting. So oh think... my god, is that him right next to. Um, thing? Left hand uh, side of the frame with hair. Left hand side, glasses. yeah. Uh, I did not. David Cross. Oh wow! I see him now. He's there. <laughs> so you got your, you got Stiller and Wilson. Yeah. You got Bob and David. Yeah. And you got Tenacious D. Yes. So obviously that means um, I don't know what Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick have to become a comedy doer. Oh. You yeah. do the jokes. I'll do the driving. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh boy! Um, let's talk about um, Ben Stiller. Let's talk about things. Ireland for a while. Ireland <laughs> is a uh, place off the coast of England. We used to own it, and when we owned it, there were no man's daughters. And when we stopped <laughs> owning it, suddenly Matthew Broderick was free to come over there and accidentally kill a couple. Of people. <laughs> oh my God. It's important context. It's important context. He was drunk. He was driving. Unfortunately, slammed into people. Yeah, in the back of his Dragula. Um. Yeah, let's talk about Ben Stiller. Okay, right. What's going on? I thought there was going to be a bigger thing to do with that whole... Oh, well, Ben Stiller in the film, not Ben Stiller context-wise, after having just uh, had the Ben Stiller show fail on him. No. No, Bruce Burt on SNL, he went and did a sketch show where it didn't work out so well, but it did give us the wonderful uh, Bob Odenkirk as Charles Manson sketch. Right. Have you seen that? I, no. <laughs> All right. It's called Manson, and he it's uh, basically like, what if Charles Manson was a lassie type? Like everyone, <laughs> it's 1950s. Everyone refers to talks to him like he's you know a dog, and he's coming trying to save someone from the world, but he's saying all the weird Charles Manson stuff. And he's <laughs> that thing, and uh, it's it's fucking hilarious. Is that an SNL skit? No, no. It's oh, it's okay. a Ben Stiller show skit. Oh, okay. It's that level of right. This is I think it was Fox. This is edgier. This is more subversive. This is the kind of comedy they want to do. Right, okay. <laughs> yes, um, search that. That is... God. I will definitely search that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the, the the murder thing was going to become a major plot point. In a way, it is. So the um, yeah. the two uh, to the twins from what, My Three Sons, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So the, there's one murdered the other one and tried to pin it on an Asian man. Definitely yeah. spoke Asian, looked Asian. Yeah. <laughs> and when they played that, uh, the 911 call, I was trying to listen. I was thinking maybe is that Jim Carrey's voice? And then I was like, maybe Jim Carrey's like the guy behind all. That's why they're bringing this up constantly throughout the film. And then I was like, well, why? Because they said earlier in one of the news reports that um, Ben Stiller's character uh, confessed a month after after doing it yeah yeah so i was like well why would he confess but then why would he confess a month later like maybe what i was trying to because of guilt because of guilt but i I was trying to think that it was all uh jim carrey no well jim carrey took his name from one of the characters yeah that's that's the point of that that's that context there his his current name there is one of the one of the twins right 
of that. And of course, everyone's wrapped up about this television because it was the uh, the Mendes brothers, the uh, O.J. Simpson trial. Everyone's watching cameras in court for the first time. Yeah, that's why that was exciting. People just glued okay. to the TV watching stuff that watching the birth of true crime. Sure. I know it, predict, it predicted obsession with true crime. It predicted uh, online gaming and predicted um, yes. the, uh, the the birth of Amazon. Yep, you can play games with someone in. You can play Mortal Kombat with your friend yep. in Vietnam. That was it. That was yeah. <laughs> and you still can because they keep making Mortal Kombat. Vietnam still has gamers, <laughs> and you can have friends anywhere you want. I've Johnny, I have a friend Kombat. in here. You never played Mortal Kombat? No. Never. Any of them? Never played one. Well, you're going to have to start playing soon because there's a movie coming out and you're going to need some context. Yes. I'm I mean, we've covered one of the movies on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Johnny Cage is like. <laughs> you know Liu Kang. I mean, yeah. you know what Raiden sounds like, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and the God of Thunder. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this did feel longer than it was. Okay. It did. I, I like I said. The, I think the second half, um, I dropped out of it a bit. Um, because more focused on plot as it more than it does the insanity. Yeah, but also that the plot Matthew Broderick's wasn't... more of a wet blanket than he than uh, Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of problem. Matthew Broderick is the ultimate straight man. Yeah. And when it focuses on him without the broad, without Carey being there, it's more like, right, what is this uh, normal, regular guy yeah. who is uh, weirdly ableist against yeah. a man with a lisp? That was weird, to wasn't it? Lisp every time. So, for fuck's sake, like, let a man Jim live. Car- Jim Carrey has no issue. Like, at the beginning, he he has a little moment where he's trying to say a word. Yeah, what's, what word is he trying to say? I can't. He's a bit uh, of a perfectionist. Perfectionist, that was it, yeah. Um, but the... other than that, you don't see him kind of, you know, he he, he's happy with who he is. Yeah, he's, he's, made, <laughs> he's, he's, he's made his life. Freak. What his life is is a series of lies, and, you know, broken down the system, and he's stolen things from people, and he's traded in his actual trade for some sort of nefarious schemes. Mm. And, you know, he uh, employs hookers onto his friends, which seems uh, questionable. Morality-wise, yeah. to um, not for when sex work is occurring. See, and that was the other. I would weird never thing. do that to you. <laughs> that was the other weird thing, though. Um, how he was like, <laughs> he was saying the, the morning after, he's like, "Oh, you know, you get the next one," and it's like you never. And he he's acting like, "Oh, how did you not know?" And it's like because you, the, the night before, he kind of said, "Oh, she's been checking you out," and. Like he he clearly made it made it seem like, somewhat yeah. natural. Yeah, he he knew he was making it look like he this wasn't a woman who'd been hired. No, and then and yet the next morning it was like oh I, was, I, I obviously you know, yeah how did okay. you not know yeah uh, that was a bit strange um, yeah I don't know this was interesting I'm I'm glad I finally got around to it. Um, how do you feel about the basketball scene? <laughs> What's your favourite basketball scene in uh, Ben Stiller movies? <laughs> Probably this one now. Not what, Long Came Polly? Remember Long Came Polly? when uh, Long Came Polly. When they do the thing and the guy's sweaty and hair and hairy and shirtless and then uh, he bumps into Ben Stiller and he's open mouthed and he just wipes his face up and down the chest <laughs> really? in slow motion. It's like a hilarious thing. Okay. It's the same film in which they got Philip Seymour Hoffman in to do the Jack Black role, and he talks about sharting and falling over and everything. It's like, what, what, why is Philip Seymour Hoffman having to do this? Why is he lowering himself to this? Yeah. Oh, oh, Ben Stiller's really, you know, like a, a uh, risk assessor, and he's always, like, nervous about doing anything risky. But Polly is, like, crazy and she'll do anything. So at one point he, ha- he eats nuts that are lying on the street because, like, he'll do anything for her. He'll show that he will risk mm-hmm. anything. That's that film. All right. You know what, Long Go Polly? Bad film. Yeah. Bad film. Weirdly came up a couple of times in um, the uh, Nick Cage uh, History of Swear Words show. Why is this more important than Big Lebowski, according to the amount of clips they show? I don't even remember that popping up in that. Yeah, and you shouldn't. <laughs> I just remember them doing an entire episode on bitch, but not talking about Breaking Bad. They do an entire episode on pussy. They don't even talk about are you being served. What are we meant to do? <laughs> um... So, how do you feel about the cable guy now? 
You said it's been a while since you watched it last, right? Been a while. I I still love the Cable Guy. Okay. okay. I find it a fascinating look, especially from a mid '90s perspective on culture. Yeah. And the changing landscape of the way people ingest culture, the mass channel concept. Yeah. Um, but but still on scheduled timing. They talk about sleeplessness. Yes, it's on at eight o'clock. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. Having to wait for that. It's like, oh, the TV's oh, it's almost about to start. Put the TV on. Why? That annoyed me. Why wouldn't he have checked before? <laughs> That's true. But you know. But I suppose he could have done it just as it was about exactly because yeah. he was hanging outside. Cable guys yeah. hanging outside just turning yeah. on cable. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, isn't that weird though? Like, because it's kind of coming back a bit in terms of like WandaVision and stuff like that, where it's weekly episodes. Yeah, but it's Netflix still, is still sticking with it. Yeah. It's not like, uh, oh, it's coming up at this hour. Yeah. So, yes, because it's the day, but you know, we do that anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Netflix will go back to that eventually. Go the back weekly. to that? Yeah, or not even. Yeah, go to that. Yeah, the they weekly. never did. Yeah. They dropped um, House of Cards all in one. Yeah. L- Lilyhammer, baby. We got all of Lilyhammer whenever we wanted it. Yeah. It's strange, because thinking about it, it's they, they're they the only one that don't do that now, aren't they, really? Apple Prime. TV, Prime, so Prime, yeah. Drops a bunch. Like, they'll, when Bosch comes out, they'll be like, here's, here's your last Bosch. Yeah. Get her done. But like when the boys came out as weekly. This is for Jeff it? Bezos. He wanted, you know, seven seasons to watch when he retires. <laughs> He's going to regret cancelling Moats on the Jungle when he realises there's only four seasons of that to watch. He'll want more, as we all do. It's in the blood highlights, in the blood. But they, they don't do it for all the shows. They, you know, I think, no, I feel the boys, like the big, big shows. have a big run yeah. because they figure they could eke it out. Yeah. But who wants to watch the boys when you can watch the tick? I'm two seasons. Two seasons. Jeff Bezos. Before quickly bring the tick back before you leave. And Alex Ryder came out all in one go, I suppose. Yes. Well. <laughs> How dare you bring up things that don't exist? Alex Ryder exists. He's quite exist. good. We should watch that together before uh, season two comes out. Uh, um. So where's your yeah. Jim Carreyness at this point? What, My, what, sorry. Your Jim Carreyness, because we don't. I don't think we've covered him on the podcast yet. I think you might be right, actually. Yeah. What, what Jim? What Jim Carrey films have I seen? Well, in general, where do you, where where do you sit, Jim Carrey? Because of course he's, you know, for some of us, he's the pantheon of comedy gods. Yeah, um, he he's part of my childhood for sure. Okay, um, how so? Uh, you know, Riddler Grinch. and uh, yeah, Grinch, The Mask. Such <laughs> Um, oh yeah, no, The Grinch. I remember going to see The Grinch opening night, and it was like a massive screen, and it was. Full to the brim, and like, yeah, oh, Christine Baranski weirdly looks good in this. How does she? <laughs> how does she somehow do the Hovian makeup and still look good? Um, yeah, I I mainly think of um, uh, the Riddler probably when I think of uh, Jim Carrey. Um, the Truman Show and Man on Moon, uh, that kind of sort of stuff. When I was like a young, uh, a young adult, a young, yeah, young adult. Oh, Late so teens, maybe. Um, the mask I haven't seen in years. Um, just have a look through his. Horton hears a who? Remember Horton hears a who? Uh, I don't think I saw that one. I saw the other one, the Lorax. The Lorax. I didn't yeah. see the Lorax because I saw Horton hears a who, and Horton hears a who is really good. Wow. Horton hears a who is like I went to see it twice in the cinema because it's like holy shit, this is good. I think I've seen oh, most God. of. His big films, so, uh, yeah, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Um, what's Jim Carrey, Cuban Pete? That's a short. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that doesn't exist. Um, cable Guy I've seen now, Liar Liar. Liar Liar, I remember part of my childhood. Um, Truman Show. Yeah, I've seen all, all his main stuff. I, I wouldn't say there's anything major that I'm missing now. Uh Except now, maybe done uh, Horton. Here, here's a who. Yeah. Uh, I love you, Philip Morris. I saw that when it came out. And, and I, you loved it because yeah. it was exciting to watch the orange guy in a movie. I seem to remember liking it, and I don't know why I've never gone back to it. Because you're scared that you'll like it too much? Maybe. Because it's, it's too good? Hint, the film's very good. Yeah. The film is very good. Um, yeah, I, I've seen all, all his um, major stuff. 
Um, so there's there's nothing on his list that I've I'm thinking like. Oh. So now you're just gonna have to watch the majestic, all two and a half hours of that. Yeah, sure. Get around to that one day. I watched that one at uh, one and a half speed earlier <laughs> this last year because it was like this film is so fucking boring anyway. I'm gonna have to get through it because it's about a screenwriter who gets in a car crash and wakes up in a small town where everyone thinks he's a war hero and he's going to open up a cinema in the small town. Oh. And it's from Frank Marsh, uh, not Frank Marshall, Frank Darabont, the, uh, you know, the Green Mile. Okay. So you think, okay, right, it could be, it should be good, right? Yeah. It's saccharine. It's uh-huh. bullshit. It's boring. And I'm like, why is this so boring? It should be great. What, what, why? Why you is wanted this to watch, You wanted to watch this in half speed when, you, when we started the film. Yeah, it's an epic that way. Imagine the first half hour, half of the film becoming the full movie. <laughs> and it's like it chapter two. <laughs> that could work actually. Um, yeah, this was yeah, this was interesting. Um, I don't think I'll go back to it. What? I think, I think if I'd watched it when I was younger, if I if I'd got the chance to watch it when I was younger, it would be like it is for you. Um. But the karaoke scene. Oh, Jesus, that's weird. They refer to Gimme Shelter. I, I that's said, the context of the karaoke scene. I, <laughs> I said while we were watching that, it, it felt like a scene out of Twin Fucking Peaks or some shit. It I was don't remember just... the film show, the TV show Twin Fucking Peaks. Oh, was it was the better version. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, I Coop. Felt, I'm felt... going to put my cock inside. I've got a big announcement for next week, Coop. I'm going to put my cock inside you. It felt like... Have a nice a, day. I did the hand thing. I did the hand thing. <laughs> it felt like a a scene that could have been in something weird like Twin Peaks. I mean, it was um, in something weird. It's in The Cable Guy. Yeah. A yeah, black comedy from the mid-90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I understand the... Uh, I was going to say the hate. Not hate, the but aversion. like... Yeah, the aversion to, towards this. Um... I think if yeah, like I think if I'd watched this when I was younger, I might have liked it for a weirdness. Um, Do you want to know why this is a PG thirteen in America? Oh, go on. The parents are strongly cautioned because it contains dark thematic elements and right. crude humour. Dark thematic elements. <laughs> oh, it's edgy. <laughs> it's like Joker. <laughs> and you bring me out. Call me Cable Guy. What was the, what was the first PG-13 film? Because they had PG-13 before we had 12A, didn't they? Gremlins. Gremlins. Hmm. Huh. Um, this was the first. Willem the first. <laughs> well, yeah. No, 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 no well. No well. Okay. How dare you? Okay. How dare you? Pour no password with your parents. Sorry? Oh, no oh, with the yeah, that was weird. This whole film was weird. <laughs> I think it was around that point where I switched off. What, when he was starting to whisper in people's ears and it sounded really good? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it took me a while to mention um, Bob Odenkirk because I didn't actually notice him. I would have noticed him. Earlier. God damn it! You kept saying to yourself, who is that guy? And you realised again, he's nobody. <laughs> why is he nobody? I'm confused. You don't... Wait, you don't know nobody. No. The John Wick movie he made that's coming out soon. Oh, that's yeah, I've not even... I've not watched the trailer got jacked for up for that. It's like, why is Saul suddenly jacked up in this season? I've, I've you know. not watched the trailer for it. Oh, well, I, I the film is called Nobody. He's, ah, right. He's Nobody. That's the film. Right. I have heard it looks really nobody. good. It looks like a, you know, a John Wick film, but with, you know, Bob Odenkirk instead of Keanu Reeves. Strange. It's like, yep, yeah, okay, sure. I will, you know, watch it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Don't know why it needs to happen. I like Bob Odenkirk. I'd rather see him, you know, direct a not shit film, not Girlfriend's Day again. Or like the Brother Solomon. I like the Brother Solomon. Let's not go to prison though, because that film was also bad. Not seen either. No, I know you haven't. Brother Solomon yeah. was on our list to watch. It's in my DVD collection, hanging right. waiting for us to watch at some point because I love Brother Solomon. Okay. Will Arnett and Will Forte as brothers, the Brothers Solomon. They're going to put a baby in you. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> cable guy. Oh, cable guy. It was weird. It was interesting. And I'm definitely glad I watched it. 
Would you be friends with a cable guy? No, not after watching this. <laughs> would you be friends with the cable guy before watching this and then finding out, being like, ah, oh, I'm okay probably. with this? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he might not. He might make you a scramby, but uh, <laughs> he'll eat most of the egg. <laughs> it just it it was un, it was uncomfortable. Yes, but still entertaining. It was yes. yeah, like Joker. <laughs> Now, are there any uh, Ben Stiller films you haven't seen yet? Ben Stiller films? Uh, ooh, um, let's have a look. Um, I, I remember thinking that um, oh, there was a film he directed and I thought it was his first film because I'd never noticed his name as director before. Number two. No, it was... Um, uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I thought oh, that was. That his... <laughs> I thought it was his first film. I remember tweeting something out, going, "Oh, it's a really good um, first effort." And they were like, uh, <laughs> "Like that's not his first effort." Yeah, really. Um, Zoolander, Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder. I've seen once, but I've never gone back to. Which version have you seen? Um, theatrical um, or Directors? Theatrical, I imagine. I, well, I don't know. Directors cut is even funnier. He's not really. Uh, I've not seen. Reality Bites. That's very much of its time. Um, Cable Guy, Zoolander, Tropic Thunder. Have you seen Zoolander number two? Yeah. Where did you go see Zoolander number two? We went to see it together, didn't we? Together, did yeah. we? Did yeah, we go and see it together? We opening, did. Well, opening weekend? Yeah. Were one of us more excited than the other one? Yeah. Did one of us leave more depressed than the other one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I've seen all this. Apart from um, uh, Reality Bites, that's the only film of his I've not seen I think he's not well, directed much no he hasn't directed much but yeah. he's yeah he's directed more than most comic actors of his uh, generation yeah, yeah look at Sanders directing career mm. look at um, Gary's directing career for goodness sake what's David Cross directed hits oh he produced Megamind um that is one that's he on my list in Megamind yes yeah I did spot that actually um, yeah, that's one on the, that's on my list that I need to watch. Um, he was going to be the main guy for Mega Mind for a while. Mm. When it was called Mastermind. Oh, Dodgeball 2 has been announced. Apparently. All right. Ross and Marshall Thurber getting desperate now. His latest film is no Netflix. Updated 30th of May 2017. Yeah, I'm not going to believe that. Okay. Clay Tarver is the writer. Did he write Dodgeball 1? Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber was involved. I talked to Ross and Marshall Thurber about Dodgeball and the fact that the commentary track for Dodgeball's peters out halfway through and turns into the Something About Mary commentary track. <laughs> I asked why that happened. He's like, well, we're family brothers and friends with ours, so he just decided that'd be a funny joke. There is a secret There is a secret uh, DVD commentary for Dodgeball on the DVD as well, which is a full commentary. Right. It's an easter egg. You have to find it. It's quite hard to find. Um, Clay Tarver has written um, Joyride, Joyride 2, Dead Ahead, Joyride Heat 3, Roadkill, um, and uh, five episodes of Silicon Valley. Oh, I like Silicon Valley. Joyride. Is that the... Uh, the was that the first one that wrote the Steve Zahn film? Um, yeah, Steve Zahn, Paul Walker. Yep. Which I think was called uh, Roadkill as well, somewhere. In places like Joyride yes. and Roadkill, the two t- titles get switched about. Yeah, I seem to remember this poster with a different title. Different title! Uh, it's called Rob Turn 5. <laughs> I've had them rebooting that. They have rebooted it. Ah. It's uh, they've got rid of cannibals and it's now like rural, like weird folk horror. Okay, interesting. No, 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 no ableism anymore. Ah, okay. Like, hey, let's get rid of that shit. Let's be positive about people. <laughs> it's good to talk about horror films during the Cable Guy, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fitting. Yeah, it it is very fitting. Yeah. Well, um. Trying to think of the answer. Oh, <laughs> Johnny, I maybe I should ask you first. Okay. Are you mad you watched the Cable Guy? <laughs> no. No, I'm not mad. Are you, are you mad for Cable Guy? I wouldn't say so. I might be slightly, ever so slightly, but, but not too much. Alrighty then. <laughs> so, you're like a, so you are sitting at a seven? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you predicted. You predicted that. I'm annoyed yeah. that you didn't go further. Yeah. I thought this would be more office spacey for you. Yeah, I was I was hoping for that after I mentioned like could this be my new office space? But, yeah, I know you hoped that because you mentioned it. You said yeah. so. You were very yeah. vo- you were exactly verbal. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I am glad I finally got around to it. Um, it's been a long time coming. So, yeah. Thanks. I suppose. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, where can we find you to get Jim Carrey? Gloss. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, well, I recommend every, Carrey. all of his paintings. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't I? His paintings are iconic. <laughs> Don't you feel like you get more of a sense of the American culture from his paintings than anything else? Oh, yeah. Good. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Runt, and that's the only place you'll find me. Don't look for me anywhere else. I'm not there. And I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at movie underscore mad. Are you still there? Yep. Were you, really, ever, were you ever really there? <laughs> That's the question. Well, no, the question is, are you moving mad? But we've answered it. Um, and you can find uh, us, are you moving mad, on, are you movie underscore mad on Twitter? Yes. Are you moving mad pod on Facebook? And are you moving mad at hotmail.com? Is that right? Same. Um, don't forget, every Friday, backstage at the Bluebird, we're just about to start season two. Season two, two. yeah. Exciting. Um, interesting. Yeah. Worrying. I, I was listening to a podcast today from uh, 2016. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop and they, start, they started talking about Nashville and I had to skip over a minute and a half and be like, okay, I've heard the word Juliet and I heard the word Deacon. Right. That's it. Right. And I, then I checked. I was like, yeah, that's like midway through season four when they were talking about this stuff. I was like, okay, good. I didn't hear anything important. But I was thinking, should I just listen? I don't care. And I was like, no, I actually do care. No, I do care. <laughs> God damn it. I actually cared not to get spoiled because I did get spoiled briefly on something and I'm trying to forget that, but I can't forget it. You are welcome. Um, so yeah, every week we're watching uh, Nashville and you, we're recapping it. You don't have to watch along with us. I mean, we're recapping pretty much in detail. So oh, you get thank that. You very much. I'm quite glad of my notes every week. I'm proud of them. And um, notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. And it's well, fun. Um, what what's next week's film? What next week happened? is another one of your. Uh, I kind of want to catch this, and it's currently available streaming. Okay, films. interesting. I'm trying to remember. Uh, maybe it's a good tee up for uh, something that's coming to Amazon soon. Right. Uh, I'm just having a look now. Yeah, I can see you just popped up on the uh, <laughs> spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's it's got everyone's favorite song attached to it. We all sing the song all the time. Remember last week when you said this was a B-movie month? Yeah, now looking at uh, March, you realise, oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> but that doesn't really count. Yeah. For, like the last day of um, March. <laughs> well, I'm intrigued. Uh, I don't think I'm going to like next week's film, but I, I still want to watch next week's film. Yes, and I've not seen next week's film for a long time, so I don't know if I remember any of it, except for, you know, how it was or what it was advertised as. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. next week it's not what it's advertised as, except it is in this case, but also not because it's not what it's advertised as as a film, but it is as just what we're advertising as next week's film is going to be. Does that make sense? <laughs> if it doesn't make no, sense, like good. <laughs> Until next week, I suppose. I don't even know. <laughs> Time to change the channel. Maybe pick up a book and read with KG. Are You Moving Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.